it is so surreal sometimes when life happens, right? And you have to pick yourself up and figure out what to do. Today, this is just a bonus episode that I am recording because I want to share some truths that I and my husband really recently encountered when we attended EXO Marriage Conference. So come on in and be blessed with some of these truths. I took some notes for ya. <laughs> Hi friend, this is Kate A. Cook-a-Daisy. How are you doing? How are you doing? It is so great to have you listening. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free every day, okay? So this is really a bonus episode, so it's a bit informal because, you know, I attended, my husband and I, we attended the EXO Marriage Conference at our church over the weekend of October 22nd. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, two weeks from then, three weeks from then, the following year, it is the year 2022. (laughs) And listen, while I was in that conference, I could not help but think about all the many marriages in this world that since COVID have been turned upside down. I know of a personal story as well as just today you know uh, my work that i've been doing and studying in is mental health and coaching and therapy and all that and so i get the insights into what is happening and another dear friend of mine uh, who used to go to our church recently today shared um, a personal story with me while we were talking about some other things to do with life and it broke my heart to know that you know, all these marriages that have been just, um, you know, ordained by God are going through such turmoil and such heartache all around. Nobody wins, you know, in these separations and in these divorces and stuff. Nobody wins. And so when I sat on the couch today and, you know, my husband and I were recapping um, the conference and just kind of sharing our hearts about what's happening in the state of marriage around the world and the people that we are uh, personally close with and what's happening. Um, you know, we were talking about the conference that we attended just the past weekend. And he said something. He said, you know, it is so heartbreaking that um, all these relationships are struggling so much. And I said, it, it could be us, you know, it could be us. The lesson that we have is that in 2016, when I realized where our marriage was headed in terms of a possible divorce, because I had so much trauma from my childhood and I couldn't process that in the relationship, if I hadn't you know, taken the time to heal, to transform, and to change some things about the way I wanted my life to turn out, I told my husband today, I said, I don't think we would be here. I don't think the ministry will be here. I don't think I will be a therapist. I don't think I will be a coach. I don't think I'll be a podcaster. I don't think I'll be chief joy activator. I don't think I will be any of those things. So, you know, we are not exempt from, you know, what's happening when it comes to marriages. We are really not exempt. I mean, it can turn really that quickly. The heart of man can turn really that quickly. What I told my husband was, you know, the transformation that I went through saved our marriage because I knew the things that were happening in my heart. 
the unforgiveness that I held against him for some of the things that he had done, the unforgiveness that I held against the people that had hurt me in my childhood, the unforgiveness that I had held towards the guy that hurt me in college, the unforgiveness that I held against God and even myself. If I hadn't learned you know, how to allow God to really renew my mind and essentially transform my heart, our marriage wouldn't be where it's at today going on 14 years, thankfully. So whatever it is that you're going through in your marriage, whatever it is that you're going through in your relationship, there is hope. But the truth about it, dear sisters, if you're married, and for those who are not married, I want you to really take this to heart. And this is a good time for you to take notes and take some advice from me and take some advice from, you know, people that even you know in your circles that are married and are thriving in their marriages. Take some advice from them because, you know, you often hear people say marriage is not easy. Any relationship that you're in is not easy. The relationship that you're in with God is not easy. The relationship that you're in with your boyfriend is not easy. The relationship that you're in with your spouse, your husband or wife is not easy because it requires you to give a certain part of you that probably is still needing nurturing by God. And so when you are in relationships, sometimes these relationships bring out the parts of you that you know need work, the part of you that you know needs need healing, the part of you that you know need all the help that you can get. Yes. So EXO Marriage Conference is a marriage conference that is uh, founded by Pastor Jimmy Evans. Some of you might know him. And he actually uh, heads this out of Dallas, Texas, and they go all around the country uh, uh, spreading the good news of God through marriage conference and they do this with so many speakers who are interesting and funny and very well thought in their areas of expertise and so what what i did when i was sitting in the conference was i was actually taking notes on my google drive because i was like i need to capture the essence the importance the nuggets that these wise people are dropping you know it's better than me going to sit in marriage counseling or therapy seriously so I'm going to share with you some of the golden nuggets that I, I learned. It's a lot and I'm not going to be able to cover all of it. But in this bonus episode, what I want to do is really capture some of the, the highlights that I felt you know could apply to any relationship, not just marriage, but any relationship. Interestingly, when I sat down and the conference started after the worship, the first three words that I thought about was, this is something that can repair marriages, it can restore marriages, and it can renew marriages. And guess what? The speaker who opened the session started saying something to the effect of repair, restore, renew. And I said, God, you are so amazing. And then he followed that with restoring joy in marriage. I was like, what? You are speaking my language, restoring joy. You mean the chief joy activator is actually going to be listening to a word on joy. Joy to me is probably what the Lord blessed my heart with when he healed me years ago. Because all of us, you know, um, psychologically, all of us are kind of susceptible to some particular emotion. And because of the way I was nurtured growing up in my environment, I have always been susceptible to depression. I have always been susceptible to sadness and loneliness. And so God knew what he was doing when he planted that joy in my heart, because he knew that in order for this girl, this chick, this sister, this woman 
to do the work that I'm calling her to do, she will have to go above the ray and make sure that she's able to live in joy. Even in those dark moments when there is chaos and there is, you know, upheaval or whatever in her life, I still want her to have joy. And so when the pastor, Pastor Dan Lian, said joy, restoring joy in marriage, I was like, get out of here. I love the word joy. That is me. And so he talked about how joy looks like. And this is one question that I want to ask you for those of you who are married and even in serious relationship and commitments. He said, what does your joy tank read right now? Is it full or is it empty? What does your joy tank read right now? Is it full or is it empty? And that is a question that really you can answer for yourself because you want to know where you're at, right? When it comes to this joy tank. And I think you should answer that question. And then he said that God is in the business of restoring joy. And he wants you to read Psalm 51. And Psalm 51 talks about God restoring joy and making sure that you have this built into your heart, you know, so God can restore joy in your life. And then he shared how joy is restored. Basically, it is restored in the presence of Jesus. Joy is restored when you have the right perspective. And also joy is restored when you persevere. So for those of you who are married, how is joy represented in your marriage today? And if you don't have joy, what are you going to do to restore that joy in your life? in your marriage. He said it starts with Jesus and I believe that it does because when my husband said that, you know, we would still be together married to this day, I told him, I said, we probably will still be married and probably taking care of these two. I was pointing to our kids, but I probably would not be happy. And he looked at me and he knew I was speaking from the heart and I was right. You know, it was truth coming from my heart. If I had not taken the time to work on me, I would not be able to have expressed this much joy in our marriage today and be happy. So after Pastor Dan Leanne spoke, then came Jimmy and Irene Rollins, and they are leading a ministry called Two Equals One Marriage Ministry, and they have a podcast too, so you can check them out. And they talked about a different kind of love. And again, y'all, this touched me because... I am working on a project about love. And so I was all ready to hear what they have to say. Some of the things that they shared with us include something like this. They said, we view love based on upbringing experiences and perspectives. I cannot argue with that because they are absolutely right. As a therapist, I see it every single day where people are talking about love, but the kind of love that they're talking about is based on their upbringing, experiences and perspectives and also how they actually expect others to love them. Also, they talked about compatibility is a great flaw, but a terrible ceiling. I agree with that. You can be all compatible with your partner, but that's not where really you're supposed to gauge yourself. You know that. And then they talked about vulnerability. And I noted here, this is what I said. I said that vulnerability in marriage breeds trust and closeness, intimacy. Vulnerability in marriage breeds trust and closeness, intimacy. And you can apply that even to relationships. And they said that if you win at the wrong things, you will lose at the right things. Again, if you win at the wrong things, you will lose at the right things. You are going around pouring into other people when your marriage is suffering, especially those in ministry, those who are doing the work of God or children of God, sisters who are all about God, 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 but your home is suffering. Take care of the right things first, okay? 
Also, they talked about don't be a knockoff version of love. Ooh, this one spoke to me. Don't be a knockoff version of love. The love that you want to portray to your spouse and to people that you're in relationships with truly comes from God. I cannot say that enough. And you cannot express that love from God if you have not experienced it yourself. So a different kind of love covers. And this is where your love covers your spouse's past. A different kind of love endures. This is where that love endures your spouse's humanity. We are all work in progress. If you cannot forgive in your marriage, your marriage cannot thrive. Let me say that again. If you cannot forgive in your marriage, your marriage will not thrive. You have wronged before, she has wronged before, no matter how big it is. After you have gone through the processing of your emotions and feelings and all that, don't turn your back. Turn towards each other and try to work it out. Now, the caveat that I'll always give here is, y'all know me, I despise abuse of any kind. So if you are in a marriage where there is you know, unhealthy control, unhealthy domin domin dominance, unhealthy power cycle, unhealthy whatever it is that you feel like you're being abused, please seek, 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 seek help. Don't stay and be abused emotionally, verbally, physically, whatnot. Do not stay. The different kind of love, lastly, also forgives. So here we're talking about love that forgives purposefully. So you have made up your mind as you're saying your vows, especially for those who are not married yet, that this person that I am saying my vows to is so imperfect that no matter what, I am willing to forgive. Again, if there is abuse in the marriage, don't use forgiveness as a caveat to stay and be abused over and over again till you find yourself in the grave. Please don't. Okay. So that was the Rollins talking about love and their ministry is two equals one ministry, marriage ministry. And then we had Sean and Lynette Reed and they talked about marriage in transition. I love them. I love their message because we are always in transition of some sort. My husband in a few days is going to be transitioning into a different space for a while. And that requires adjustment in our marriage. That requires us to do things differently, you know. So we have to make sure that we are adjusting to the change that is coming. You know, if you're married, I'm talking about, you know, you're used to having sex three times a week. Well, if your partner is not available, what are you going to do? Are you going to now, what, what, what? what? And this is real talk. Some people don't know how to adjust and so when transitions happen, when changes happen in the marriage, in the relationship, they just throw their hands up in the air like it's the end of the, it's the end, but it's not the end. It's called seasons. So the reads, they talked about sow seeds of success in every season. So since my husband is going to be transitioning to a different space for a while and we will not be connecting as often as we would like, how are we going to sow seeds of success in this season? communication, using video conferencing, you know, making sure that we are being graceful to each other. So seeds of success in every season. They talked about transition through seasons with tough truths, that is life lessons. Look at it that, you know, when things happen, knowing that God is going to work it out for you. And don't be passive. We are so passive, y'all. And I'm going to speak to the wives. I'm going to speak to the women. I'm going to speak to the sisters. Stop being passive in your marriages. You have to be active. Active in all areas. The kids' life, the finances, the sex life, the, the church life, whatever it is. Be active. 
Now, this is not the forum for me to talk about all that. Maybe in the Dear Sister community in 2023, we are going to dive deeper and it's going to be spicy. <laughs> but I'm serious. Don't be passive, dear sisters. Do not be passive in your relationships. Don't be passive when it comes to your spiritual life and how you pray over your spouse. Pray over your spouse. Fast for your spouse. Fast, fast, fast. I remember when the Holy Spirit dropped it in my heart. I was praying over something and God was like, you need to fast for your husband. And I said, hmm? But if I tell you that every time I have taken the time to fast for my husband, I see a shift. It is just by God's grace. So do that, okay? They talked about burn your excuses, which is get rid of the victim mentality as a couple. You know, transitions happen and you're trying to sow seeds in every season. Make sure that you have a victor mentality. You are going to win at this. You are not going to give the enemy a foothold in your marriage. So this is what I see. Take the road less traveled, which means enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. And that is from Matthew 7, 13 to 14. Don't take the easy way out in anything that happens in your marriage. Don't take an easy way out. Like if it's finances, taking the easy way out. If it's our sex life, taking the easy way out. If it's our spiritual life, taking the easy way out. Make sure that you remember that you are a team and you work together. And then Pastor Jimmy Evans came and talked about what? Money. He talked about money. This conference was so good, y'all. Like it was like 10 sessions and it was back to back to back to back to back. So I am actually giving you the nuggets for free, okay? Pastor Jimmy Evans talked about building financial intimacy and he talked about these th these things and I, you can catch all of his stuff on his youtube so i'm just going to breeze through this one building financial intimacy in marriage he says starts with mutual respect that is mutual respect and have a partner mindset he also talked about having shared control of your finances no one dominates and no one bullies okay so if you are in ghana especially or outside the united states let me speak to you i know there are cultural perspectives and cultural things that require maybe the male to be the owner or the overseer of the finances in the home. Dear sister, dear sister, dear sister, you better wake up and make sure that you understand what's happening financially in your home. Not because your husband is going to pull one over your eye, but Anything can happen. Life transitions can happen. Changes can happen. Husbands, wives, whoever. And then you are left to sort through life. You want to understand what is happening too. Okay? He talked about giving spirit, making sure that you take time to give as a couple. And if you are the one who is a giver in the relationship, create space and allow the giver to give. He also talked about a shared vision and values. And this is from Amos 3, 3, verse 3. Can two walk together unless they agree? That question in Amos. Vision is one purpose, same vision. So the two of you must agree on what your marriage vision is. Episode Married and Free, I talk about vision. Make sure you listen to that, okay? And then Pastor Niruk Alphonse, he was so hilarious, y'all. He was, he had us like on the floor, literally. He talked about a defiant marriage and I'm going to highlight two things he said. He said, fighting for each other alongside each other. 
You want to fight for each other alongside each other in your marriages. You want to do that. And he also talked about who has your affection. It starts with God. When you prioritize, it starts with God. And then it's you and your spouse. And then it's you and your children and so on and so forth. Some of us are so quick to put our children ahead of our spouse, but our children will grow. They'll get married. And then you'll be left with who? Mm -hmm. Some of us put our careers ahead of our spouses. And when you drop right now, who is left to take care of that? Your spouse is going to be taking care of you. So make sure that you understand who has your affection. And then he talked about, also he talked about two things for a defiant marriage is worship. Who do you love? And Jesus, who completes us. And then we had Dave and Ashley Willis. <laughs> they were all about sex, you know. They talked about the counterfeit climax. And it's a book out there. You can find it on Amazon. And we talked about a lot of things that has to do with making sure that your marriage is sacred and that you work on issues ahead of time together and knowing the false messages related to sex that you have as part of your narrative that you bring to your marriage. I had false messages that related to sex that I brought into my marriage. Number one being the fact that I was sexually abused, of course, so I had issues with that. And so I had to heal from that in order to be able to even be present in the bedroom with my husband. So there are some things that, you know, you have to work through um, when it comes to this area and you need to do that. Pastor Johnson and Samabui, who are my awesome pastors, they talked about seasons, okay, and particularly the empty nest syndrome. Did y'all notice that empty nest syndrome is an acronym E-N-D, end, empty nest syndrome, end, but it does not have to be the end, okay? It does not have to be the end. So E-N-D, empty nest divorce. E-N-D, empty nest divorce, which is the empty nest syndrome. So they talked about that and they talked about some of the causes of empty nest divorce, which can be regret, loss of identity, years of marital neglect, neglecting your marriage for so long. And then when your children leave the home, now you're looking at each other like, who are you, right? And not preparing for the next season again not preparing for the next season. You always want to think ahead. You always want to think ahead. And they talked about knowing what's changing in the home. You have to know what's changing in the home and preparing for those transitions. They also talked about planting seeds today that you will reap tomorrow. So make sure that you're planting seeds today as you have you know, your family together, your children together, so that tomorrow when your children are ready to launch out, they are not struggling. Honestly, guys, I work in this field of mental health now and I coach women and I am seeing a lot of young folks, 20-something folks who are finding it difficult launching out of their parents' homes because they don't know how to, they are guilt about it, they have a, it's just basically, you know, happening. So making sure that you live with a new season mentality by preparing your children and also preparing for being an empty nester. So then Scott and Vanessa Martindale came and talked about blended kingdom families focusing on inner vows. And they talked about, you know, the promises or declarations that we've made to ourselves during our pain or during our trauma that we bring into the relationship. So some of these can be inner vows that we say to ourselves, like, I am never going to, I am never going to. And then it starts to manifest in our marriages. So being aware of the baggage that we have in our marriages and making sure that it is filled with 
things that are good versus things that are going to drain the marriage, you know, and then being aware of your inner thoughts, your inner feelings, your inner uh, thoughts that affect the way you present yourself in your marriage and do not go through your marriage on cruise control. Can I repeat that? Do not go to through your marriage on cruise control. You want to, you want, you want to be active. I already talked about that. You want to be active, not passive. Y'all, so as I am talking about marriage right now, that the enemy is really, really weird, okay? And I feel like the Lord is asking me to pause and pray because as I am recording this podcast right now, I sense like a heaviness around me, like this heaviness of, you know, he does not want this message to go out. So I am going to really start praying in the spirit and ask the Lord to just cover anyone that listens to this message and anyone who is married and listening for some nuggets that the Lord is going to do something miraculous in your marriage today. So dear Lord, I pray for all marriages today, Lord. I pray and I ask you, Lord, that you will be the center of any marriage that is struggling today, Lord, that your hands are going to be on them as they begin to work on their marriages, as they begin to renew, as they begin to restore, as they begin to further repair anything that's broken, Lord. The enemy will not have your children. The enemy will not have a field day, Lord, but your presence is going to be evident, Lord, that whatever disappointment that has been caused, that, Father, you're going to help these couples to heal, that, Father, you're going to lay your hand over them and you're going to refresh them. You're going to renew them. You're going to restore them, Lord, Father. I come against the enemy, Father. I come against anything that the enemy is seeking to destroy in Jesus name Lord I come against anything that the enemy is seeking to father just cause discord father in Jesus name and you are just going to come in you're going to so help them so seeds that are going to be renewing every season of their life they're going to be restored father in Jesus name because you said that father you have put them together and what you have put together father let no man let no man let no man put them apart so in Jesus name Lord I pray your spirit Lord to go before them and I pray your spirit father to cover these marriages in Jesus name Ooh, I needed to pr- pray that because I could sense it I could sense it and I hope that it blesses someone today so going back to what I have for you regarding exo marriage I just have a few points left so one of the other things too was coming from Dave and Ashley Willis and they also talked about seasons of sex and I liked how they put it they put it in the form of like different types of chairs okay so we have the beach chair which is like the comfortable season everything is nice and easy sex is easy and then they talked about stools you know kitchen stools are really not that comfortable but they are practical right so it is okay for like uh, uh, a season but it's not okay for like the long haul and then they talked about rocking chair which is basically baby season so in the baby season where things are tender you just have to take it easy right and then empty space is basically it could be anything illness mental health sickness brokenness whatever it is and so sex is not happening at all and Don't be afraid of the broken season. Know that it's a season. It will shift. It will pass. And there are other ways in which you and your spouse can be intimate. Hugging is intimacy. Kissing is intimacy. It doesn't always have to end in sex. Okay? All right. Anyway, so Pastor Jimmy Evans closed the conference out talking about virtual marriage. And what does that mean? How 
you know, social media and technology and all these things have really, really wrecked a lot of marriages in our society. And so he gave some stats about technology. And then he also talked about some three truths about beating the statistics. Okay. And y'all, it is scary when you hear these statistics. So I'm not going to bore you with them. But what I'm going to share is the three truths that he talked about to beat the statistics. He said that intimacy requires privacy. So if you want to have private time with your spouse, Make sure that you put away the phone, no distractions, and it's best for you to practice being alone. Okay? Simple. Intimacy requires living in constant contact. Eye contact and affection is what you need the most. Eye contact and affection. Even for your children, eye contact and affection. And your children in particular need to be touched a lot. Hug them, hug them, hug them, hug them. They need to feel that secure base. They need to feel that security with you. And thirdly, long-term intimacy requires inviolable rules and requirements. Make sure that you prioritize, 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 prioritize. Don't let technology take the place of your marriage and family. I love that. So I hope that this message is going to bless those of you who are unable to attend an EXO conference and you have learned something from it. Seriously, I enjoyed the time at the conference. My husband and I, we enjoyed the time at the conference and it was beautiful to just see so many marriages fighting to win, fighting to stay together. And marriage, as I said in Married and Free episode, marriage really is two people coming together. You are imperfect, but you can build something beautiful. You know, you have to allow each other to grow in the ways of God and for you to support each other. Support, support, support goes a long way. And so my dear sisters, you, for those of you who are married, you can do it. You can do it. And if you don't know how and you need support, you need help, ask for help, ask for support. Next year, 2023, by God's grace, we are going to be starting our Dear Sister community. We are going to be training and teaching. And I hope that you'll begin to take advantage of some of the things that we'll be offering. Because personally, that is my mandate. When God asks me to support women and work with women and help women heal, I want to see you win. But I also want to see your marriage win. I don't want you, especially if you're married, to get to a point where you're free, but then your marriage is falling apart. Oh, that breaks my heart. When I transformed and I choose to live free and all of that, I did that transformation in my marriage. I did not leave my marriage to go and do that. But I did this. I told my husband, James, I said, I am going to take this year 2016 to find who I am. And I need you to bear with me. And while I was doing that, he did some of his own work so that when we came back together, we were stronger and we continue to build on that. So don't be passive, be active and work towards winning what God has put in front of you. I want us to be different, live in the fullness of all that God is calling us to do. So there is work to be done and we need to do it and we need to do it well. So, dear sister, let's choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. And let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. And until next time, this is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator, signing out. May God's goodness and mercy bless you and follow you always. And remember, healed people heal people. So I want you to go out there today, love on your husband, love on your children, kiss, kiss, kiss. Good night, good night. It is nighttime over here. And until next time, choose to live free. I love you. 
Bye.